Keep it locked. It's the A Square Podcast. That's right. That's right. That's right. What up, baby? Hey, this K Kemp, and you rocking with the A Square Podcast. Be sure to click and subscribe. Cornbread. What up, dog? DJ A Ron. A Square Podcast. With information on entrance to the trade. Make sure you subscribe and share. Also, turn those notifications on to the podcast. Always keep your shoes by your feet. By your feet. Mr. Cornbread. Corn Breezy. You and I had a conversation. What up, man? Hey, man, I'm chilling, man. Be sure to subscribe. And it's fresh. You. As normal. It's been a minute. I, I guess we, I guess we just kick it off. A Square Podcast, boy DJ A Ron, alongside my brother Mr. Corn. What exactly went down? It's not a big deal to me. Man, talk to me, bro. Tell me how it went down. How you doing, homie? How was the week? Grimy. We talk and we say we dive and right in. Keep it locked when it's fresh. Get the new content. Dive and right in. He actually keeps it entertaining. I'm going to fast forward. Yeah, go straight in. Oh, my God, man. Cornbread. What up, dog? DJ A Ron. A Square Podcast. Until next time, A Square Podcast. Antonio, do you know how dope that record really was, bro? I'm I'm waiting for the DMX part, bro. What up? <laughs> but come on, man! Don't do my man dirty, bro. No, we not. We, we we definitely not gonna do that. I I'm a I'm a I'm a show love. I'm a show mad love. Listen, A Square Podcast. Um, it's your boy DJ A Ron alongside my brother Cornbread. Cornbread. Um. We had a legendary battle last night, bro. Uh, excuse me, not last night. What what day are we doing this recording again? <laughs> Just say this week. Just say this, this week. week. This week. This, this week. We had a uh, some things happened this week, um, and it was amazing. And um, uh, first of all, did you get a chance to watch it? So no, I tried to look for it. Um, so all the bro, other verses, uh, I'm, d- I'm done with you already. Hey, bro. hey, hey! Uh. Sub no, stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Oh no, that's how rough fighters roll. Stop, drop. Listen, bro, the records last night was amazing. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you and you tell me you was looking for something that was trending worldwide and number one. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you, bro. It makes no sense, bro. Hey, all I know is all the verses been on Instagram 
and I couldn't find it nowhere. Under and then, Versus. And then, Under Versus, and then it was on Snoop Dogg, and I, it was on DMX, bro. I was finding I was, it. I was looking for it. And then randomly, it's, no, we on Apple now. So I no. even go to Apple TV. Couldn't oh find it. Couldn't you find are the worst. So I watched uh, a couple clips and stuff from Exhibit, you know, the rapper Exhibit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, so he was watching it live and then um, from his laptop. So I was seeing some of the clips and stuff. I, I, I don't understand how Snoop Dogg has weighed 50 pounds his whole life. Hey, bro. I don't understand that, bro. That dude hey. is extra skinny, bro. He is, man. He's a legend. Both legends in the Tell building. Tell me about it, yeah. Okay, so um, I tuned. First of all, shout out to Swiss. Shout out to uh, Timberland. Um, the number one thing I'm going to say about this um, that I thought was incredible is they did sign the deal with apple um so that they could put out so they could do the videos of the uh of people together like they tried it with alicia keys and john legend it worked perfect you know what i'm saying so then apple gave them the deal so shout out um to and they still own everything like timberland swiss they still own everything they just have a partner now that allows them to stream on apple for for those people who want to watch it on the regular tv so round of applause for that I think that's really dope. Um, so, yes, it was on Versus webpage. It was on Snoop's and it was on DMX. And uh, for those people who want to watch it on Apple, um, they got to watch it on Apple. Now, I didn't watch it on Apple. I just watched it on my phone. I streamed it to the TV because I have Apple TV, so I just streamed it to the TV. That's, that sounds like um, No, bro. No. You so, rich, bro. So, anyways... Um, original thoughts. Um, I, I sat here, I said that, um, there wasn't going to be a way that DMX was going to be able to compete with, um, with Snoop song for song because Snoop's songs, uh, number one has aged amazingly over the past years, you know what I'm saying? And, um, they were worldwide songs. They weren't, you know, from Yonkers, New York, or just in New York, period, or, you know, whatever. Like, a lot of, most of all Snoop's music has gone worldwide, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't think that DMX would be able to um, to, to match that energy. But um, what I thought was dope was, um, even though um, Snoop won, to me, convincingly, um the 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 music that DMX and Swiss picked to counter everything that Snoop played was perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was absolutely perfect. So it Hold made. Hold on. So the artists don't pick what tracks they're doing. Yeah, what they do. Mean? So all right. So let me explain uh, what I mean. I don't know this to be a fact. Okay. Um, I am assuming because knowing DMX history. Okay. I think he probably would have picked other songs that he thought was better than what Snoop was playing. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's more of a right. headstrong type dude. Right. And I think he, he would do that. Nelly 50 TI and all them. Yeah. They're going to pick Snoop. He's going to pick whatever he wants to, and play whatever he wants. You know what I'm saying? But I think I feel, I feel like DMX would play what, he felt would be better. And it might be some records in there that would probably be like, eh, why did you play? Why did you play that when you could have played this? You see what I'm saying? Okay. So I think that Swiss probably helped him 
uh, because Swiss was behind the scenes. He was there and I, he was actually playing Snoop's music. I mean, uh, um, X's music and X had a DJ that was playing his music. Okay. So I just think they kind of worked together on that. Right. Um, but, um, man, X was playing some shit, bro. And, you know, it, it was it was great. The energy was great. You know what I'm saying? Both of them were showing a lot of love to one another, uh, which, you know, we've talked about this before, bro. I love that energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When y'all just really respect each other, ain't no hating or none of that stuff. Like Snoop rapping his ver- X's verses. You know what I'm saying? And X is rapping his too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was, it was great. But the best part about this whole thing was at the very end, we got some iconic, uh, I don't even know what other word, that would only be this iconic situation that happened at the very end when X was like over. He was like, all right, man. He was like, we done? We out? We good? Like it was, it was over for him. Snoop in a whole vibe, bro. Snoop still dancing. <laughs> Snoop, Snoop is uh, hey, hey, play this, man. Let's just keep it going. Let's just keep it going. And then they freestyled, bro, for oh, thirteen snap. minutes. What? For thirteen minutes, bro. Both what? of them. Yeah. And it was just going over beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like the basement. You right. know, the yeah. big ticker shit. You know what I'm saying? Tigger, yeah. It was just like that, bro. Uh, amazing. X couldn't keep up, bro. <laughs> X couldn't keep up because I think he, at this point he was probably over it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, all right, I'm done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But Snoop, Snoop, what? Listen, Snoop wasn't saying shit in none of the freestyle, but it was the most amazing freestyle I've ever heard, bro. No, that's what's up. <laughs> so yes, it was amazing. It was everything I wanted, and thus far, it was the absolute best battle because every song was a banger, bro. Okay. Every song they played was a banger. Y'all can go to YouTube right now and watch it. Um, you can watch just the freestyle alone. Um, but yeah, it was it was incredible, bro. I, I couldn't have asked for I was so hyped, bro, that I put on music videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they had me hype like that. Yeah, it, it was great though. But bro, he played Dre Day early. <laughs> it was like the second song. I knew he I was like, all right, he he getting Dre Day off right now. Right. <laughs> like that's an easy, easy e disc, but he didn't play. Obviously, he didn't play the whole song. He only they played. Did, like, they did 15, 10, 20, what? Twenty for twenty. Twenty, 20 for 20. twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And X kept up, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it was so many songs X was playing, and I was just like, this is. It was. It was like perfect. It was the perfect battle that I didn't think was a good battle to begin with. You see what I'm saying? I do. Um, I do, man. Like I said, I try. I try to. Uh, like I said, look it up. I was I was trying, but and I, I went on. Me. You was trying. I went, on, text I went on DMX's uh, Instagram. You was, nothing. You went on everybody's but mine, bro. Snoop Dogg was like, "Hey, we starting at five, four, three, two, one," and then that was it. Couldn't find it on his. And you you didn't think to go to verses at all. And then I went to Swiss Beats. It wasn't on his. And then it said we on Apple TV now, so I went to Apple TV, typed it in. Nothing came up. It said error. I said, all right, well, hey, I, maybe this ain't for me. Maybe oh, it's pay-per-view, bro. bro. They all had right. it. It was it was literally perfect. It wasn't no glitches. It wasn't no internet issues. It was it was literally, and like I said again, the fact that they was in the same room instead of doing it from computers, it was magical. Perfect. Yeah. What's up, bro? It was great. So, yeah. Shout out to them. It, yeah, did absolutely. they say um or any wind on who's the next one's going to be? Next versus? Um... I heard something last night, but I got tired and I went to sleep and I can't remember. I can't remember who it, who they were uh, 
teasing. Uh, I know one teaser was Tyrese and Joe. But yeah, I was like, that's, it was like a teaser. It wasn't, it wasn't, the verses didn't say this. It was just, yeah, I, I mean, and that's not something I want to say. I think that's 10, 10 tracks for 10 tracks, bro. I think it's five for five. Five bro. for five. five, it's, for a, it's, five. A, it's a Wendy's, it's a Wendy's meal, bro. Halftime and then send the strippers in. That's what I said. Jesus, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it was great, man. Hey, I got, I got a couple of updates, man, from uh, the last podcast, man. Okay, people what's wanted, up? People wanted me to tell you, bro. When you were at the store and the old dude walked up to you, bro, they said, what's going on, man? Bro, it's not my fault. And one of my OGs said, it ain't all all old men, bro. He said it was just that guy. So don't don't discriminate against the old people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, it's the old men I've encountered have been some weirdos, bro. It's been some weirdos, all right? But shout out to them. Appreciate them for tuning in and checking it out. All day, man. Um. How how much money would you take could I pay you to step in the ring against Mike Tyson, bro? Well, I would say this. There's there's you could pay me whatever you want and I'll get in the ring. <laughs> but it's gonna be a very, very, very short, short ain't no point in coming to watch. And ain't no point if <laughs> if you were looking for the verses match bro yeah you will never see this yeah i want to see that hey i'm in there i'm in there and i'm gonna have a stroke as soon (laughs) as they say fight bro i'm gonna just start shaking (laughs) this is the ground and start shaking tko bro for the listeners out there um so it's official um mike tyson is gonna fight roy jones jr yes that's not a misprint Oh, bro. Mike Tyson's going to fight Roy Jones Jr. September 12th. They're yep. going to do eight rounds. Schedule, yep. It's scheduled for eight. So I don't know. It's scheduled for eight, but they might only get two in, bro. Because I don't, I don't want no parts of Mike right now, bro. Listen, I, I know this is Roy Jones' favorite like person. Um, this is this. I'm telling you right now, this is not the Mike Tyson that lost his last match like what 12 years ago or whatever it was. This dude right here, I'm t- from the outside looking in, he looks more happy than he's ever been in his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looks happy. He looks, he's in shape. Like, you know, I know people want to bash these ages. You know, he's 53 years old, 50, whatever, he years old or whatever the case may be. But like he said on first take today, it doesn't matter. I feel good. I feel great. And I feel like I can do it. That's all I need to know, bro. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. Because at the end of the day, it's how he feels. It's Everybody's going to judge somebody. You know what I'm saying? But he feels like he can do it. This is a peer. They both have been retired for a while. And I like it. It's called the Le- Legends Only League um, that he created with, I think, some partners. And um, I don't know if you saw it on first take or not, but um, he had said that um, what motivated him was watching Jerry Rice do workouts. And he said he was watching him do workouts and watching him run routes with people guarding them, like defensive players guarding him. And he was like, this guy can literally, if he wanted to, 
he can still play. No, he probably can't play, you know, uh, eight, uh, what, 17 games. You know what I'm saying? Four games. But if he was in a league with other people that are, you know, around his age or retired football players or whatever. They cook them, huh? Yeah. So he was like, why, why not? If I'm in great shape, why shouldn't I have a place to, to do what I love to do? And I agree with that 100%. What you think? I'm with you, man. Um, I even um so Terrell Owens was even racing um Tyreek Hill yeah. over the weekend and Terrell Owens forty six bro and and he's always taking care of his body so you racing I think he Tyreek Hill is if he's not the he's one of two of the fastest people in the NFL right now you know and he's keeping up with him you know and making Tyreek Hill work you know work to get that that uh that win man so I think that's that's very huge you know uh you know health is wealth bro. You know, it ain't it ain't too late, you know, especially if you 40, 40s, 50s right now and, and your your bones is aching and your your medicine ain't, you know what I'm saying? You want a lot of medicine and stuff, man. Look, you got to change that. You got to change it. Start working out, start eating better because, you know, I, I want to be around here for a long time. Right. You know, so. And, and Mike Tyson touched on that, too. Um, the, the, the change of the diet, the change of everything, you know what I'm saying? Like new trainer, you know what I'm saying? Feel fresh. Um, you know, all of it came into play and, and the guy looks amazing, bro. And I know that this is boxing, but when you've been boxing all your life, bro, I mean, if, if you're focused and you got the right energy behind you, I think it's going to be a great show. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm getting wa- it. I'm watching bro. it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no question. If I can't get there, cause I'm going to try to get there, bro. That's Uh-oh. that's a that's a trip I'm willing to sacrifice Uh-oh. COVID for, bro. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, hey, hey, I'll take the COVID, bro. Just give it, give me a little bit of that COVID. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's at yet, but uh, yeah, they say September, it's gonna be in LA. Okay, so September twelfth, man. So book yeah. your ticket, so, yeah, or or, or throw a fight party, man. So that's what's up, yeah. bro. Definitely, definitely. Um, uh, NBA is back. Yeah. So what you thinking, man? What you you like how they doing it? They certain. Uh, teams got screens up and and making videos and and port noises or they got the commentators on damn near zoom or whatever it is talking right. while they playing you know what you think man so um i this is the best that they can do and and so far seeing that yesterday um was 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 solid bro um i think it looked good it felt good to see NBA back. It's still weird not seeing the fans. That 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 part is weird. But they tried to put other little things in there to make up for it as much as they can. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching Bol Bol. Who is uh, God? What? How do I say his first name? But, I mean, that's what they say though, Bol Bol. Yeah, that, I mean that's his name, but I'm talking about his dad. Oh um, yeah, Manute Bowl. Yeah, there you go, um, bro. He had, he had like 16 points, uh, like five blocks, and like he was out there killing, bro, and Can't shooting rebounds. threes. And he's seven two. Yeah, it played small forward. <laughs> this is the this the league we're in now, where you could be seven foot one and play small forward, bro. Yeah, man. It's crazy. So, so that's back. Um, I think, like you said, it's kind of weird not having the fans, but we'll get used to it. Kind of like it was weird having, seeing people with masks. 
I'm saying yeah. now, now when you don't have a mask, people looking at you, bro. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, I think we'll get used to it. Um, baseball, I watched a couple preseasons of that. So that's coming mm-hmm. back too, but that's, I did too. that's to me more weirder than the basketball. Cause at least with basketball, I'm already knowing, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm paying attention to the game more with baseball. Right. It's a slower pace, man. Mm-hmm. And so when you don't hear anything or see anything and then they hit home runs and it's straight into the stands, you know what I'm saying? Like hey, they, Ain't nobody throwing them back. So to me, I got to get used to that, you know, the baseball yeah. part, not the basketball. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, NBA is good. Um, I still, like I told you before, bro, like if I was going to have my choice, I want to hear what they're saying on the, on the court, bro. I, I know we can't, but I would love to hear what they're saying on the court because Rachel uh, Nichols, I think is her name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm Rachel terrible Nichols. names. Yeah, so she was just like, yeah, there was some. I'm not. Uh, I know names. I know names and faces. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Entanglements. Entanglements. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but, but yeah, she was just like, yeah, there was some uh, chatter going on down there on the court and uh, between, you know, coaches and players. And it was really interesting. And I just laughed because uh, I knew what she was trying to say. They was like, man, if you'll get your ass up, let's go. <laughs> oh, Evan. <laughs> you know what time it is. Yeah. So, yeah, um, definitely loving that. Um, looking forward to um, seeing my team, obviously, the Lakers, um, and um, seeing what they're going to do. Huh? Now it's your team, huh? Now, Tonio, you know me for how long? <laughs> bro, don't play. Because, all right, now the no, coach, now, now the coach your team. Bro, right? no, bro. Now I, the coach. No, I no, have, Atlanta's your team. Atlanta's your team. I know, no, I know it's your squad, but I just hate people like that, yeah. though. It's I always agree. my team when they when they win in our first seed. Yeah. I hate that, bro. Yeah, I but you know. Hey, but keep that energy for somebody else, bro. You know oh, me. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm bullshitting with you. It's just funny because, like I said, I you hear that all the time. My Cowboys, yeah. my Lakers. I'm yeah, like, yeah, my Yankees. Yeah, my Yankees. My Yankees. <laughs> yeah, my, my Chiefs. I'm like, bro, Chiefs? Like, come on. Bro. You ain't never been to Kansas City, bro. Stop you it. Never, don't even know where it's at, yeah. bro. <laughs> they were like, in Kansas. I just look at them, bro. I said, that's how dumb you are, bro. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. Speaking of football, we have a new name for the Washington team. So uh, update to the to the uh, listeners, man. So last episode I said, hey, I'm getting win. That is uh the Washington uh Red Wolves. I said, I see yeah. the markups. I said, ooh, that look crispy. I'm telling you. That's a good name, too. Uh I guess it didn't go with as planned. Uh so they they're gonna be called Washington football team. How original is that? Until they decide, you know, obviously with trademarking and all this stuff on what name they're going to call it. But. They said, so they announced an hour ago. So the good thing is Washington Redskins is dead. So right. that's good. That's good. I'll, I'll take the Washington football team over the Washington Redskins any day. So that's good. Right now we, we, where's the, where's like the creative team at? Where's the, I don't know, bro. This is terrible, bro. So um, they, they announced an hour ago. Um, that they are no longer looking for a team name, that this is going to be the team name uh, for this entire football season. So there is no name that's out there that they're going to choose. It's just this is this is the name of the team. These are the jerseys. This is the logo. And they ain't going to sell a damn jersey, bro. Not one. Ain't nobody buying no jersey that say Washington football. <laughs> 
Well, actually, they might just because of you could sell that shit 30 years from now because it's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to find a jersey like that, you know, after they come up with a name like back in the day. Like I remember historic, yeah, changed. historic people will buy that, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're That's right. just for the people who who thinking about the future stuff for money. You know what I'm saying? You might want to purchase one and, and put it away for your kids to sell or their kids, I'm, kids. Hey, I'm happy for my Redskins, bro. <laughs> I mean, my, my Washington team. Yeah, bro. That that name's my, my team. My that, team. That name's dead. That that goes in the in the fuck boy pile. We gotta put right. them, we gotta put the Washington Redskins in the fuck boy pile. But Absolutely. the good thing coming out of Washington as well this week, uh, so Julie uh Donaldson, um, they mm-hmm. hired her to be the first female um to do live uh, you know, play by play football, bro. Okay. So, so shout okay. out to her, man. Um, I think she's 40 something mm-hmm. and she's replacing somebody who's been doing it for about um, 20, 30 years doing the Washington play-by-plays and he's retiring. So they replaced it with a female, man. So good. Shout out to them. I like it, man. I like it. Um, what else is going on in the world, man? Um, you know what I wanted to talk to you about? Uh, just, I was, I was thinking about this the other day before entanglements. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, when we were talking on the last podcast, we were talking about, um, you know, Kanye and like all this stuff that's going on. Um, I wanted to ask you because I know, you know, that obviously you're you because you would consider yourself a Kanye artist fan. You would. Right. Absolutely. OK. Absolutely. Um, after after seeing what he's been doing lately. After seeing, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle flies out to his house, you know, to be with him to, you know, check on him or whatever. Um, they spend their time together. Then, obviously, yesterday, uh, Dame Dash went over there and, you know, they they hung out like his actual core friends are going now. You can call them core friends. Because um, remember, we talked about that. Like, where are the friends of these people? Right. So I was thinking to myself. um, do you think that Kanye is doing this just for his new album that's supposed to come out tomorrow? Or do you think he really is having a mental breakdown? Or do you think it's a mixture of all of it? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't want to speculate, obviously, on somebody's mental health. Because I know how, you know, obviously serious that is um, right. people dealing with mental health or even people who know people with mental health. You know, that's not mm-hmm. a that's not a, I guess, joking matter. Absolutely. So I don't want to, you know, assume that he's going through a problem um, or, you know, just throw some diagnosis on him. You know, I could be saying, oh, he's bipolar, but it's something else. It's not bipolar. Right. So I don't right, want right, to right. put that energy out there. But I think America needs to stop. If we know that somebody's going through something or they're not in their right mind, just stop giving them that energy, bro. Because he's going to it's kind of like a, a, a tantrum kid, bro. Like, just stop. Ignore him. Show him that what they're doing is not right. And and because he's just saying outlandish stuff, man, outlandish stuff. And like you said, if it's for a rollout, obviously all this stuff is going to come up of, OK, well, he's acting crazy. So sure, let me go buy his album because I know he's talking even crazier. But he don't need it, though. That's what's so weird about this situation is that he doesn't Kanye doesn't need to do any of this because he could just literally like it, it could be tonight at midnight and he could just put it on title or put it on all the streaming platforms and the album is there. You know what I'm saying? So 
it's just a weird situation. And the only reason why I'm bringing this out, because the last like five things that Kanye has announced that was either a big deal or um, an album that was coming out, there's always been so much drama around it. And it, it's it's either it's like it is something going on with him illness wise or it or is he taking the kardashian move like let me create this drama you know what i'm saying to to put this stuff out and it's really weird because you're talking about somebody that um that doesn't need to do that at all at all at At all all. and that's that's weird to me it is very weird um but i i I don't know like i said it is good from afar yeah, and it's it is good to see um you know that Dame did go out there that that you know what I'm saying uh Dave Chappelle went out there cuz we were asking like where's your friends at? Right. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? So it was really good to 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 but see But you got to think those are those are other celebrities. Where is his friends that he grew up with though? Like that's what I mean. Right. I mean obviously people, you know, I'm I'm I moved to Atlanta at 25. So yes, I have friends that hopefully I have in my whole life, you know, coming up. But where are your friends that you grew up with from middle school, high school, you know, elementary, whatever. Those right, are the right. friends that I'm talking about. Those people who they want the day one people. people. That's that's the people that I need to see around you. You yeah, know, obviously things happen where your day ones or day twos fall off or something happens. That's cool. But not everybody. Right. <laughs> where are those people? Not other celebrities. You know, where are those people? That's what I'm that's what I mean by friends. You know, right. those type of friends. So. Absolutely, man. I totally agree. What else we got, Antonio? Um, so before I, I move off of uh, football, um, for the NFL, uh, they announced that there's no preseason games this year. Um, you know, I know we were speculating last week that, or we didn't speculate. It came out that they were just go to one game, but it's been approved to have zero preseason games. Um, so I don't know if that's good or bad, but we'll see. Um, and then they also finally came up with a plan. Remember you said a lot of players, they don't have a plan for the NFL. So right. the plan finally came out as well on COVID testing. So what they're going to do is every day for two weeks, they're going to do COVID test every player. And so they're going to gauge on what's the percentage of people who are positive. Now, if um, for two weeks after those two weeks is over, if the positives are less than 5%, they're going to do COVID testing every other day. So not every day, you know, so they're going to kind of scale back a little bit and they're going to see how that goes. But that's also a controlled area because you're just testing the same team, not traveling, right? Playing other teams, you know? So, um, you know, when they travel, there's way more factors in it. I know I read the scale of like one to eight on things that you can do and traveling is like number seven, you know, seven out of eight of being bad, you know? So um, we'll see, man. I, I, I'm hoping and praying that there is a football season. I think as America, we need football or, or you know, if we weren't going to get college, which I don't think we are, if we're not going to get college football, I think we need National Football League. Um, I think it's a good pastime for us because uh, if we don't get that, man, it's going to be the, these cases are going up. I think it was what a thousand deaths yesterday or a thousand uh, yeah. deaths, you know, yeah. every day now. So it's this is getting worse. You know, round two is coming around the corners. The, the other flu is going to come around. I mean vaccines so, is crazy so so I, I i read today that um they the nfl is also requiring people to wear masks um my problem with that is how do you control seventy thousand people 
in a stadium. I know that. So they're also not going to do that. I think well, so. At least the Falcons are going to do just season ticket holders. That's the only people that's allowed in the in in the stadium. Okay. So I don't know. That could be fifteen to twenty thousand. You know, I don't know how that works. Obviously, because shit, the the Patriots. I think everybody a season ticket holder, right? I don't think you can get tickets there. Green so, Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. The Bears. Bears. I mean, it's different. Cowboys. I know like- the Chiefs now. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm sure it's diff Oakland, what or Vegas? So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, but for Atlanta, I think they're just doing season ticket holders. So, so it just, it, I mean, still, it's, I mean, it's, it's just weird. You know what I'm saying? Because how can you social distance? You would have to really like spread those people. And well, if you're putting fifteen thousand in an arena, I mean, in a stadium that's capacity is sixty five to seventy thousand, you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, with 20,000 people you could spread them out but you know again they probably put them in the lower bowl i would assume right. um and then spread them out but i don't know man uh the nfl's a little shaky i agree with you i think that i mean obviously i want to see it um but what i don't want is um a bunch of people dying obviously <laughs> you know what i'm saying football players fans referees and also bro think about these coaches bro these coaches are 65 70 years old yeah. you know what i'm saying like so like these guys are 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 older and you know from what we've heard um you know it's always been like older people are more um it, it's worse for them and all this so we've been hearing that um so hopefully they can figure something out so that we can get some NFL football because I would definitely like to watch um, and and see what's going on. Also, speaking on NFL, um, I know we haven't talked about this in a while, um, but let's talk a little bit about two players, bro. Um, Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon. Um, Antonio Brown basically put out a statement on Twitter um, somewhat saying that he's at peace and he's ready to retire. Uh, let's get your take on that first, and then we'll go to Josh Gordon. Well, I thought he already retired. I don't understand. No, he didn't retire. I thought he retired already. No. So, so that he couldn't get back in the league, and that's why I thought he retired since he couldn't get back in the league. I don't know, bro. This dude is wilding. <laughs> yeah, he he wilding, man. I don't know. I mean, he's he worrying about the league, bro. He need to worry about these allegations on him. You know, with these. Correct cases and stuff, man. And then, I mean, he got a settlement. Um, so when he signed with the Patriots, it was 10 million for one year and they cut him after one game because obviously the allegations and the Patriots weren't going to pay him nothing. So they went to court and so it got settled that he got 5 million. So he got that settlement. So he got half of what he was owed. I don't know. I mean, if I agree with you, I think that, um, if if I were Antonio Brown, I would be doing everything in my power to get rid of these allegations and get this stuff over and done with. Yeah, and then and then and then focus on whatever the NFL is going to do because if you can handle that by yourself and you could get that out the way, then now you can stop the talks of well, if a team signs me, then I'm going to get you know they're going to have to. Um, the NFL has to review the situation. Then they have to get involved with the allegations. Then you could possibly be suspended for eight games. Like just get that out the way. So the NFL can say, okay, that situation is done, but we're going to suspend you for eight games. So now every team knows for a fact 
that you're not going to be there for the beginning of the season, but you'll be available to the end of the season. Correct. And that's you know why and that's why I don't think teams are going to be in contact with them because they don't know the unknown. So, they I think, don't know. so that is Antonio's Brown concern is saying, hey, NFL needs to wrap this up and either give me my sentence or clear me so that I can meet with other teams. I agree with that. But you need to clear your name anyway, bro. Like, so, yeah, NFL ain't that. got nothing to do with it. Yeah, NFL ain't got nothing to do with these situations, you know, with multiple women saying that you, you know, sexually assaulted them or raped them or whatever it is, allegedly, you know. Yeah. I mean, you got you to gotta take care of that, bro. I have all the lawyers on that, on that shit, bro. Like, every every what? every day, every day. Man. You know what I'm saying? Until that, until that situation's done. So that way the NFL doesn't have to go through all these, all these extra steps and, you know, all that type of stuff man you know how it is correct and what um, happened with josh gordon so uh josh gordon um was obviously going to be suspended uh again for the 39th time <laughs> yeah bro yeah uh, um there's another situation man amazing talent but you know he's dealing with demons of drug use um Pete Carroll and the um Seahawks announced that um they want to resign him no matter whatever it is to get him back on the team. And uh, they're willing to help him, you know, with whatever he's dealing with and that they actually like, they care about him. They want him to be a part of the team because when he was there, obviously he was performing. And to me, it's like, what better fit than the, than the, the, um, the leadership that is on that team. You know what I'm saying? Like you got Pete Carroll, you have uh, Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Like you got people around that that can that can help. So it may have failed before, but if he gets this chance, this is it, bro. Because I don't know any other player besides like uh, Michael Irving, maybe, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? Like these players like that that continue to get chance after chance after chance. And now you're talking about you're doing this type of stuff in social media days. They were they didn't have social media. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Ray Lewis. Yeah, I mean, well, that that don't count. (laughs) Shit, you got uh, who else? Aaron Hernandez. Shit, you got uh, those people didn't get second chances. Oh, Ray, Ray did, and that was Ray. Ray did what you mean? We don't know. We we still don't know what happened. (laughs) We still don't know what happened. So you know. I would invite him to come speak at my funeral any day, real funeral. You got Adrian Peterson suplexing his son, bro. Like, come on, bro. There's plenty of people that got chances, dog. What are you talking about? Yeah, but not drugs problems, bro. It's a difference. You can kill whoever you want to kill, bro. You, bro. Steven Jackson been in 17 shootouts and got picked up every week. That's a fact. So. But they, he also won a championship too. Yeah, they they look at the talent too, man. They gotta look but, at the they gotta look at the championship. But yeah, hope, hopefully they these individuals get some help. And like I said, hopefully their friends are steering them in the right direction, man. Antonio, <clears throat> we have had some um I was thinking about this the other day. Um we have had some really, really big legendary groups in hip hop. Um I mean, legendary groups, and I mean, I'm I, and I'm not. I hope I don't miss anybody. Obviously, it's so many, but NWA. You know, what I'm saying you uh, is Outkast a group? Me, yeah, hell yeah. Two I people, would say so. so two people's a group. I think two people is a group. Okay, I mean, I, I 
I mean, yeah, I just don't know. That's kind of, you know, yeah. I'm thinking I think, three, three I think, or more. I think that's a group. Okay. Bone, right. bone, you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, you know, you can fast forward to modern day people who, you know what I'm saying? Like the Rockefeller, like what they, what they did, you know what I'm saying? And, and the artists that came out from them, um, the G unit wave, uh, bad boy, like it, it was, um, dip set. Dipset. We don't talk. We don't. We don't talk about Dipset enough. You know what I'm saying? They kind of get. Too. We we don't. I think people don't talk about them enough because they still kind of group them in the whole Rockefeller situation. Because obviously, with Dame and every, everybody, like that was kind of like a situation, right? Yeah, but a lot of them had good solo careers, though. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Cam, Cam is you know one of the top. You know, like you said, freestylers are just just he brought swag to to rap, bro. Low key, yeah. you know, bringing pink back. I think he had his own color and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. You had that you had Joel Santana, bro. Always yeah. bringing, really bringing that swag that the the, the guy Lyrical. talking to the ladies, yeah, stuff like that. And then of course you already know who you got, El Capo. Yeah, Jim Jones bringing that street talk. Yeah, so, at Harlem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like we have them. Always got to give a shout out to the St. Lunatics, bro. Absolutely. You know, hey, yeah. we from we from we from the Midwest, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but but yeah, man. Um, so um, there was some news on um uh Joel's actually recently that um he's gonna be getting out soon. So you know, hopefully, nice. Hopefully that'll that'll be great, and hopefully he's in good spirits. Uh, from what I've heard, he's got some music that he's he's ready to get back to work. You know, he kind of took a break, um, from music. Um, uh, was working on a lot of different business ventures and stuff like that. You know, that's the one thing about Dipset that I like, man, is that they all seem like they had different businesses, bro. It wasn't just about music. Mm-hmm. Um, like they all had different business stuff that that was going on. I always I always had a lot of respect for that. Um, yeah, they brought that hustling into rap music entertainment. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, Dipset was dope. Actually, I got a story about them, bro. Uh, so um several years ago um super our guy dj super um hit me up and he was like yo i want to link you with um with this guy his name is capone um so i need you to link you with him he's with dipset he's like one of the managers or whatever i was like all right cool so i get this random text you know what i'm saying like yo hey we in the midwest come and you know kick it uh, come up here with us or whatever. We got you. So, you know, I took the train up, go up there, um, you know, meet him. He brought me in, gave me the wristband and everything, bro. I was in the um, dressing room with him and everything, bro. They had, bro, they had chicken, <laughs> all the alcohol you can drink. They had all the weeds you can smoke and a vegetable platter, bro. And let me tell you, Nobody touched the, the vegetable. Pie. Nobody touched the vegetables, bro. They just took the ranch. They just took the ranch that come. Oh with, yeah, yeah. Why is ranch always with vegetable platters? Is that? I mean, oh. it, it, it go with it, but it's like it's that's the funny it? thing. The funny thing is, bro. I just uh uh the wife just went grocery shopping, right? Came home and had a vegetable platter, and that was the most. That was the best thing I had seen. <laughs> I was so happy to dip that, dip the carrots in the ranch, yeah, and, yeah cauliflower, and get it going. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was great. And you know, um, it was crazy because the energy that they had when they was on stage. For, I mean, you know, obviously. When Cam came out, like, I'm on the west side of Chicago looking for a bus down. Like, when he was doing that, 
bro, the crowd was crazy. That's fire. Jim was up there. Uh, and then Joel's when he was getting ready to go out, all you heard was, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like the crowd was going crazy. The energy in the building was amazing. Freaky Zeke. Freaky. <laughs> my, my guy, bro. Hey, that dude is funny, bro. No, he funny in real life, bro. It's funny. Listen, so Freaky, the funny part about Freaky, nut ass, bro. He a nut uh, ass bull, bro. Ass bull. <laughs> he said, he said, um, it, it was funny because I already know Capone. Like, that's how I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? So Freaky come up, like he talking to me. He was like, hey, 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 Capone, man. Hey, this A-Rhyme, bro. He was like, yeah, you one of the DJs out here, man. We got to link up. He's like, bro, I just brought him in. Like, I, I just brought him in. He was like, oh, snap. So you know Capone? <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude Waller, man. That's mad funny. But, um, yeah, man, I, I was – um. I was, it was it was a dope show. Um it definitely showed me um you know with a lot of the new rappers um I feel like a lot of new rappers you you could almost tell that they're new. You know what I'm saying? Like they knew they jumping around on stage, they hype. You could tell that these guys were seasoned. You know what I'm saying? Like they knew they knew exactly what to do when they got on stage. They didn't they didn't like overdo nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was like a perfect show. And each one of them came out, you know, when it was time, then they were all up there together. And then when they did the Dipset Anthem, bro, oh my God, crazy, crazy. Matter of fact, you know what? Um, You know what? Let's do this, bro. Um, I'm going to make, the, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get somebody on here. I'm going to get somebody on here to talk to us a little bit more about Dipset. Should we do that? What? Hey, let's go now. What you mean? I, I, I got a number. I'm gonna call this number right now. We finna get this. We finna get bull on the line, bro. Okay. Let me hear get this, somebody let me hear this, on the line. Let's nut. see. Yeah. Let's see if they got some stories, bro. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. Hello. A squared podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Jones in the building. How y'all feeling, man? Man. Hey, hey, I'm feeling the gray hair. I'm with you. Look, I'm with you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Show wisdom. wisdom. Lot of wisdom. I ain't there yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> so let's do this. Um, let's talk about the new business first, man. Uh, Saucy Extracts. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Saucy Extracts is uh, my marijuana uh, brand that I'm a, co- a, a, a partner in. Okay, talk to us about it, man. Um, luxury rebrand. Um. Took our uh, New York swag and hustle to the West Coast, where where the weed business uh, has been booming for a few years now. And um, you know, the weed is probably one of the most uh, profitable situations you can get into right now since um, the dot com and the gold rush and things like that. So I encourage everybody who has the opportunity to get into the weed business in some type of form uh, to do so, because uh, you're gonna make some bread. Right. Word, man. So, um, you know, every time I, I see you announce something, you look very uh, excited about everything that's going on. Uh, I know you got a little announcement that you want to make on the A-Square podcast, something that you got going on out there in Portland. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. What's going on with that? Um, Portland, we got a few things moving. We also have a big facility, out, a saucy uh, extract farm facility out in Portland where we grow our own flower. Um, we have a new brand, uh the saucy lean with his um our own version of what the kids been doing with the scissor, but it's a way more healthier way to get the kids off of 
using all that bad stuff. So, you know, I'm not encouraging. I'm just letting you know that if you decide to indulge, there's a way better substance that you should indulge in, which is all healthy, more organic and things like that. But um, Portland is a, is, a, is a dope town. We are in the midst of opening up the first uh, consumption um, hotel. So, you know, we've been doing a lot out there in Portland. Um, shout out to all my partners, our sources. That's good. Um, so before I ask you the question, um, I want to know how's the family doing with opposite COVID and protesting and everything like that. How you guys doing? Um, everybody's doing good. The family's cool. You know, we ain't been doing too much or too much. We just been in the house chilling. Whatever I could bring to the house to uh, add a little more, more excitement over here is what we've been doing. Um, I should I, I, I advise everybody to take this shit seriously. Um, people are currently losing their lives. Um. People was just in 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 Miami from my neighborhood from Harlem. I see like the whole Harlem, and now people come back infecting their families with COVID because nobody thought it was real because they was at the pool party and everybody was having a good time. And a few nights of excitement is going to turn into maybe a life of hurt. So they gotta you gotta kind of pick your poison out here. I mean, I know it's hot. I know everybody want to be outside, but now ain't the time to be outside. I mean that wholeheartedly, but you know who am I? I'm gonna stick to my guns to make sure that I, I stay stay as way stay as far as away from people as I can when I don't need to be. You know what I mean? It's trying to slim my chances down a little bit, man. It ain't nothing promised. I can't say it can't happen, but I'm just trying to do the things that can prevent it from happening. And I, I, I advise everybody to do so. Absolutely, and rest in peace. You know the Fred Godson, man. Yes, rest in peace to Fred the Godson. Few other people close that 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 we've seen pass. Um, just it's this is this tragic. Yeah, so that was gonna bring to my question, man. I think uh, you dropped uh, the album of the summer last year, man, with El El Capo, man. So, um, you want to talk to us about how the process was with making that album? Um, I think you went back to back because you had wasted talent. I think the year before that or something. So. You want to talk us through that process and how that was said? Well, yeah, El Capo was, you know, I mean, uh, he make his arsonist. We had a great relationship since the beginning of Dipset time. Um, he's one of the originators when it comes to the Dipset sound. He coined the Dipset sound. So, you know, I've been in the studio with him for probably the past five or six years. Just being in there and being close to him and just experimenting with music day in and day out, um, no matter what I was doing. Every time I was leaving the studio, I make sure I still record a record that me and R was working on and shit like that. And, and it started compiling so many records. And then... I was like, man, we need to do a whole project. We got enough records in. So we just started putting the records together, finishing it up. Um, Fred was there through the whole process, uh, getting his approval of the of the, of the the rhymes and things like that, which was a great thing. I'm going to miss Fred. Like, I kind of had a, a moment last night while I was recording in my house. I felt I, I felt extremely good about what I recorded, and it felt like, felt like Fred was helping me a little bit, man. It just felt like he was giving me his approval, man. I, it kind of made me smile, and I mean that wholeheartedly, man. It was a few people that I, I, I really... I really look forward to to their opinion when it comes to my music, and he was one of them. So you know, just to, just to, just to feel me finding my spirit in my in my pocket again, um, it feels good. You know what I mean? But El, El Capo was all about that, man. It was just and I didn't do it by myself. It was the support of the people around me, the, the days I was living, how we was living, what we was doing. Um, you know, this is a it's a combined effort of life when I whenever I do my music, and this so happens that Austin, this was providing the canvas for me to paint on. So speaking of uh speaking of dipset man, do we have any 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 big news on Joel's man? How's everything? 
Um, Joel soon home, soon come. Free Joel, so we see Joel's. Um, he should be home very soon. I'm looking forward to him coming home. I'm looking forward to him getting back to music. I'm looking forward to us doing his dipset thing. I'm looking forward to supporting him and whatever he wants to do. I'm just looking forward to see my brother. So, you know, I look forward to it like everybody else look forward to it. You know, I've always wanted to ask you, um, what was what was the, the, the energy like? What was the situation with you, Jay-Z, Cam at Webster Hall? Like, what was that reunion like? I mean, how was it for you? What what was it like for you? I mean, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great energy. It was a, it was a great space for hip hop. It was a it was a great move for the culture. It it showed a lot of growth, it showed a lot of leadership on everybody's part. I mean, it's something that the culture needed to see. Uh, nobody died between whatever the confusion was um, nobody's an enemy. Doesn't mean anybody or friends. It just means that people a little bit more smarter than what we used to be. And Tom heals everything. And with that as being a man, you got to start making the right moves that are going to secure your future and everything around you. And little things like that helps. Word, word. Go ahead, Antonio. You were in um, a hood classic state property too. Yes. Uh, and you were also, you know, did a couple of reality shows as well. Yes. Um, is that kind of the avenue that you want to do in the future? Um, you know, TV, movies, any shows, anything in the well, future? I, I mean, I love production. I, I love acting. I, I love I love painting pictures on the screen. I got a got a very creative mind. That's why I started directing videos since we were started with the Diplomat album and things like that. So you know, I look forward to pushing the envelope forward when it comes to me doing production or acting in movies or TV screens or reality scripted series, but it doesn't matter. I, I definitely look forward to that. Okay. So Jim Jones, real quick, man, I, I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time, but this is something that's important, man. Your health and fitness. Dog, you went from, you, you got a big, you a big dude now, bro. I'm in shape. Um, not the biggest. Some of these, all these dudes that I'm training with right now, they they pretty big. But I'm in shape. I mean, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in better shape than I am right now at 43 than I was when I was in my late teens and my in my 20s and my 30s. So it feels good. You know what I mean? Health is wealth. Um, it's also a great form of therapy. Um, for those that can't get to a doctor, or can't afford a doctor to talk to them, you can talk to the weights and, and go through the motions with their battles and struggles and that's what the pain comes from, and that's what the waste represents. So, you know, it's a lot of benefits to actually getting in shape and staying in shape. And I encourage everybody to, you know, movement. Life is about movement. You got to move the body, man. You got to put oxygen in the muscles, man. And that can't happen without moving. So, you know, stay moving. My last, huh? my last question to you, Jim, is um, what's one artist that you have not worked with yet that you would like to? One artist that I have not worked with yet that I would like to. Um, there's a plethora of artists that I have not. Give me a couple. Give me a couple then. Talk to me. I would say Drake is a, is a, is an artist I would like to work with. Uh, okay. Little Baby is a dope artist I would like to work with. Uh, Maxwell is an artist I would like to work with. Um, Pharrell is an artist I would like to work with. Uh, Baby is an artist I would like to work with. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, it's a lot, man. You know what I mean? So El hopefully I'll knock the bucket list Make it happen. El Capo 2. El Capo 2. Make it happen. Right now I'm working on a project with Harry Ford. It's called the Ford Department. 
Shit is coming out phenomenal. Like, coming out way iller than I thought it was. Uh, so I'm excited for this uh, for this product to drop this summer. So I got some new summer heat coming. Also, I will be dropping the, the, the deluxe El Capo this summer. So you have a lot of music from Capo this summer. So we're going to set it off in July and August, back-to-back, back-to-back drops. And let's just get the summer moving. I like it. I like it. I got one more question for you, Jim. I know you've been watching these verses, right? Yes. So I want to know. I think the world want to know. Hip hop wants to know. <laughs> who would Jim Jones like to battle in the verses? Um, I've said this before. I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of verses for myself. Um, but I've been watching what's been going on, and uh, it's it's pretty dope. The whole idea and the concept of it. Um. If we had to do a versus, I would be very comfortable with doing it with the locks. Um, nice. Also, because we have a dope relationship, and that might could be a versus that we actually could do a little bit different and do it together and have some fun, smoke, drink, let the people hear some historic uh, stories about us coming up from uptown and from Harlem and things like that, and how that we engaged throughout our years of knowing each other, being in, in, in this industry. You know what I mean? It's a lot of history there with the locks. and. We both been putting on for the same demographic, and you know they they've done astronomical numbers. We've done astronomical numbers. They put on, they set trends, they broke records. The legends, we're legends. New York City, I think, I think it'd be dope. But you know that's just me speaking out loud, not saying that I want to do it. Like I said, it's not. You know, it makes me no difference. But the camaraderie that we have, I think, would be extremely dope for the culture. I love it, man. Well, my brother, listen, um, we appreciate you on behalf of the A-Square podcast powered by Power 102 Jams. Stay safe out there, man, and uh, keep the family safe and peace and blessings, brother. Thank you, my brother. I'm in a whole different pace now. I was just on Lennox. Call up the whole one, told that bitch I'm on eighth now. Tap dance kid, singing in the rain. Slinging all the cane. Yeah, we say we kings, but every king that got slain. My man caught life for bringing them things up the main. I'm only here to say what most of y'all scared to say. I pop up at my show and take a layaway. away. Faith in God, I said my prayers today. All jokes aside, I just sit up in the kitchen with a coke got fried. I pour liquor the same spot where my bros and died. I told that bitch I'm chilly, ho, I'm cold inside. Watch, all froze inside. I used to trap up in the spot and I would doze inside. Now I jump up on the spot, I got the rules up